checking in. Ollie's Ow. reggae freestyle. <laughs> Let's not talk about Ollie's reggae freestyle. Pia. Pia, Pia. Scout, do you need a hand, bud? I can, I can get it. I got it. Go, go take care of it. Got it. That's what Leroy's an it. It. All the it's. All the it's. Dang, son, it is hot today out here in uh, the Silverado Canyon area. But though it may be hot, we are surrounded by some really good friends. Joined today with some of my best ones. <laughs> Is this like an intro, like a long, a long-winded, slow, drawn-out intro? It's just kind of rolling up to uh, to our momentum. Hey guys, who are you here with today? What's up? What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Rick for Dirt. I'm your host Ali, with my co-host Eric, and joining us Matt. Uh, if you've ever listened to uh, our podcast on any kind of regular basis, you know Matt has been on the show a few times now, <laughs> and Eric as well is now one of our official co-hosts uh, whenever we can get around to doing this, and uh, we came up today to, let's set the scene, what, what did we do today? We met at a car show that was pretty rad, beautiful drive up a canyon, perfect like sunny and 75 weather i was expecting just to meet you guys at some random like, like market right? yeah yeah market on on the uh canyon road and instead we were greeted with a vintage car show of some real head turners dude some of the cars that were here today were Spicy. just i mean unbelievable yeah the amount of money that we saw in a very small parking lot it was really quite cool casual Super uh, casual, yeah. But also very impressive. I mean, we, we showed up in our Subarus, and I didn't even feel good about parking my Subaru anywhere close to any of those guys and made sure we were well away from here. Yeah, yeah, respectful distance. Respectful distance to the classic muscle that was on display at the spot. What was that? Uh, there was a blue car. It looked like an old, like... That was the Roadrunner. That Runner. was the Roadrunner. No, yeah. no, 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 not the Roadrunner. Oh, it was a two-door sedan. Old Ford two-door sedan, that blue one? No, it looked like a European car. It was like parked oh, over Oh, it was here. the Jaguar. The ja- old, was a ja- old the Jag. The old Jag. That, that looked sick. That was a resto mod, for sure. For sure. Yeah, he had side pipe, exit exhaust. Yeah, like, he had aftermarket lowering springs. Yeah. It was, it was not factory, mean, but I didn't interior. see it. I didn't, it that was one of the few cars that didn't have its hood open because they pulled in late. Yeah. But everything that had its hood open didn't have a factory component underneath no. <laughs> it was absolute everything like converted to fuel injection with power steering and uh big disc brakes like they, they, they were some really impressive machines here yeah. the 69 mustang was one of my favorites the 69 Mustang was rad. The Roadrunner was the Road rad. Runner. And then the what was AMX. Th- That's the one. The AMX. AMX was you knew that sick. one right away. Like, I love you that didn't car. even hesitate. You're like, oh, you know, so what you was that? A, a Javelin? It's the high performance version of the Javelin. Yeah, from AMC back in the day. And AMC, do they get the? Do they get bought by one of the other major car companies and consolidated? That's American Motor Company. 
Correct. Is AMX I part of that? I don't remember who or when, honestly, off the top of my head. But yes, AMX is an AMC vehicle. I see. And that was like their foray into kind of like that muscle Camaro Mustang thing. Yeah, the Javelin was there. It has, a, it has a lot of design cues from both of those cars. If you like looked at it at different angles, you're like, huh, Mustang, yeah. huh. Camaro. And then you see it in the side profile and you're like, it's like a foot or 18 inches shorter than a Mustang. Right. Yeah. It's like stubby. <laughs> yeah, but it still has the fastback with a long hood and similar like body lines to what was popular at the time. But uh, And there was also some like uh, old school, like 34 Fords. Like Rat Rod style. I, yeah, Rat Rod yeah. style with full. Uh, El Camino. Oh my oh, God. I was on bags in the satin black paint. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Some cool, cool stuff. That was an unexpected treat to start off the day. There were some, uh, it was like, it was like the enthusiasts who just want to go buy their car, like that El Camino. It's like, hey man, like, did you build this? Nah, we bought it. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, good for you. Like, first of all, good for you. Like, way worse ways to spend your money. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's not like you're, your typical like oh yeah i've had this for like the last 40 years and i've dumped every penny it was my dad's it was my dad's no that was an interesting kind of moment where i'm like oh it's not always the case where it's like some hand-me-down or some big project sometimes you just got the cheddar to to throw down and... well his dad was the one with the orange murk oh was he yeah okay oh okay so they're they're, they're uh collecting yep yeah father and son hot rods it's pretty red that is pretty not cool. not a bad look for any garage no no. Could you imagine what that garage must look like? Who's barking? Scout? Always. Scout's been such a dick today. What are you, Scout, bark- what are you barking at, dudes? Scout, come here. Come here. Did you see a butterfly? He saw a person. <laughs> Far away. It's our it's our late detection system. <laughs> like early there's the early warning systems and he's like the late warning system. <laughs> Thanks, bud. We saw that five minutes ago. Yeah. What a dick. Um, he hasn't been getting along with Leroy today. No, he's got a, he's got a problem with Leroy's aura. Yeah, well, I think it's scouts on the leash is part of it. Every mm-hmm. time he's been on leash, and he's just like not happy. He needs to like move around. But there's been times where he's off leash, and he's been addicted. I don't know, man. He's got to be on. Owner. He's got to be on leash. You're not allowed to lose him. It's, it's like a, first of all, yeah. This that, this whole trip today had one rule. Do not lose the dogs. Do not lose the dogs. There's God just one thing you had to get done. And then if we got some content and tested out the Subi new suspension and Which had did. a little bit of fun and then did a podcast and grabbed a beer, those were all like bonuses. That's all gravy. Yeah, all gravy. Yeah. And just so, so just far as we're long doing, as we didn't lose a dog. Yeah, exactly. So far, I, I think that you're doing great. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, I, I am really trying to uh, make sure that I'm, I'm being a responsible dog dad. You're yeah. doing it. You're living in... Tracker collars. Tracker. Yeah, so that's Dude, just next kinda, step. Big GPS tracker collars. GPS tracker collars. The problem with these fuckers is they, like, whatever hangs from their collars, they, like, bite off. Like, nothing lasts too long on their collars. So, big expensive GPS tracker like might aluminum, not be a but good no, investment. Yes, but in an aluminum housing. Like Only I, use it when you're out. Use one of the machine. trackers they use for Shark Week. <laughs> Yes. yes. Yeah, whatever they're using on those sharks, <laughs> it's, it's probably fine, dude. Fine for the dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever so they tracked cocaine bear sta- with. You cocaine cocaine bear? Yeah, whatever, the, the whatever collar they used for cocaine bear, get that one. <laughs> so dude, it's a good idea. It's probably like rhinoceros leather with the titanium box. Like. <laughs> hey, so real quick, what we often do on this, let's, let's back it up just a scotch. Um, we were in a mad dash scramble to get our Subarus done for an event called Subi Fest. 
which is a probably the largest West Coast Subaru appreciation and enthusiasm or enthusiast um, event, I believe. I think it is. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's actually the largest one in the in the U.S. Oh, really? I think so. That one. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. And how did it go? It was cool. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I I mean, we had a great time. We were lucky to be there with Goose Gear. Goose Gear was positioned right next to um, dude, the best Subaru, yeah. who throws the event. Not only did Subaru throw the event, they used the event as the worldwide unveiling for the new BRZ. Right. Oh. Um, so rather than you know Detroit or LA or New York Auto Show or Paris or whatever, like they they chose Subi Fest, like I, their I, their event. I had where a little, it's a well, yes. Subaru crowd, like enthusiasts giving for back their to those guys, yeah. right? I had a little theory about that though, which was. Um, you know, Subi Fest is a, you're preaching to the choir. So at somewhere like uh, the Detroit Auto Show or LA Auto Show, you're getting all, everyone, everyone's eyeballs, all people who have no affinity towards Subaru even. But they're coming there and they're going to be exposed to like a new model of your Subaru. Subi Fest was like, you could unveil something there, but it's not going to spill out into like the mainstream. Like you didn't have like Channel 5 News or, you know, anyone covering that event. Right. I'm sure there was some media there oh, from yeah. motorsports industries. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, Definitely. Just to like see what's up. And it was a cool car show. There was a custom car section. Uh, but I, I was super surprised to see as many off-road inspired builds as right. there as there was. I think it's I, I thought it was going to be like a small, small fraction. And instead, like there was... Foresters, Outbacks, cross tracks. There's ones with a well, lot of work done, and they've been number one in the United States rally for what? Yeah, a decade now, almost. Like they're they're the dominating force. Yeah, they're the dominating force. They've won how many you know manufacturers championships over the years between and, World Rally and you know United States Rally ARA, and all the coolest like Travis Pastrana, Cam Block, God rest his soul. Like they had some badass. Paul McRae. Yeah. Yeah, Colin McRae. Yeah, dude, just bitching, bitching vehicles, amazing machines, and, you know, a lot to be inspired by. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I like, you know, Eric's build on the Subaru definitely went down that rally inspired, more rally inspired uh, setup with the Rally Tech suspension and all the arms and what have you. Um, and then on my end, I still love that stuff. I went a little bit more you know toned down on my build um but it was uh it was it was definitely uh cool to see eric and how his suspension was handling today and you know did you feel like did you feel like it was a lot more responsive compared to how it's been yeah yeah the ability to steer while hitting like uh uneven surfaces actually got better with speed yeah. Um, the, the the rebound on the shocks was really impressive. The compression was great. I'm yeah. no longer, and I expected that. Uh, I can. I'm no longer hitting potholes and bottoming out, right. hitting the bump stops. Like really hard. Yeah, yeah. Feeling the the frame just jolt against the suspension, which is bad. That's how you break stuff. Yeah, he hit um, those potholes like a man today. So let Dude, me hitting let, them the let potholes me back it up. like a like a man like a man. <laughs> that, like a man. No, that was yeah that like was our, man. our little joke in the car on the way down uh, that's as long not, as you that's say not that inclusive um so just to set it up for you guys listening in uh we came out this morning to the maple springs market our silver Auto canyon market um on our way to the maple springs trail 
And we ended up being treated to this car show, which we weren't even expecting, which happens at the last Sunday of every month here at the Silverado Candy Market. If you have a muscle car and you want to show it off, this is... Seven to nine. Seven to nine sharp. Seven to nine. Because they have some neighbors that are like less than uh, accommodating. Hmm. So they want to clear out the, the parking lot to make way for the brunch for next door. Uh, but on that note, Silverado Canyon Market will be opening up food service on the weekends soon. As of the next uh, meetup that they have, they said their kitchen and everything should be fully open. They let us into their patio now, and it is freaking awesome. Dude, it's Jeff such a beautiful space. A beautiful it's right place. on a creek. It has lots of shade. They've got little misters set up. So even though it's like 90 degrees, it feels awesome out yeah. here in the shade yeah. with a cold pitcher of beer. This place is going to be awesome it's uh it's you could tell people are walking by looking at us sitting back here and definitely jealous at the fact that we're that we're here that we're here and jeff has been cool enough jeff the owner and his wife uh was it deanna i think so yeah they were nice enough to let us do our podcast here in the shade treat us to a pitcher of beer which was really cool we're like we'll buy our beer from you they're like we're cool with that and technically we're not open (laughs) but uh it's it's you could see what this is going to be in less than a few weeks. It's going to be amazing. This place is just insane. Highly recommend it. Here. Check them out on Instagram, uh, Silverado Candy Market. They're on Instagram. You guys can uh, stay attuned to uh, when they open. Um, definitely worth the trip over here. And, of course, remember, it is a strict 25-mile-an-hour zone up through Maple Springs. Uh, there's a lot of homes right on the road, like literally. Yeah, it's basically a shelf road with houses built on it. So the street is no more than a car's width. Like you're, um, you're a foot away from cars. Parking and there's also homes, a lot so. of uh, motorcycles, motorcycles and bicycles. bicycles. Yeah, bicycles. And so without a bike lane, the bicycles have the full lane and just being a canyon there's a lot of like blind yeah, corners so 25 miles an hour is just fine yeah. take your time it's a beautiful uh, canyon exactly it is gorgeous i mean even the homes that you pass and some of like the nostalgic like signs that people have like attached to their fences like there's oh, so much cars cool in the driveway yeah like, like pay attention to the road side. but try to appreciate some of the cool shit that you see on the way up yeah there's actually a house on the left-hand side, on the way up the canyon, that there is a tree through the middle of the house. Of the house, that's rad. That's so cool. Actually, that wow, that brought back a memory. The one of the homes next to us, back when we lived in Long Beach, had a central tree, and we're talking downtown suburbs. But this guy had the most amazing house on the inside. You walked in, and there was a tree, literally a tree with glass all around it, growing in the middle of his home. It was wow. the coolest that's, thing. That's rad. Like old school Long Beach. Like you could tell once that used to be on a piece of land that probably had more to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's rad. Um, so we came up here. Uh, this is the first time that we've gone on any kind of road or dirt trail since we fixed up our suspension. Since we we went to Shock Surplus, I got the Ironman 4x4 suspension. You got the Rally Tech Bilstein set up. Um, everything's almost like we are like a couple pieces away from being done. So now we're in the con- kind of content phase. Uh, we've always been in content, but we're moving from installs to now. Let's see what these things can do. Yeah, fun stuff on the trail. Yeah, let's yeah. mess with them. Let's I mean, jeep around in our Subarus. It's kind of hard to say fun when it's been so hot and dusty. Like, <laughs> it wasn't the funnest thing. No, probably wasn't the best uh, 
best weather conditions wow. that this trail offers. The dust was like Moon talcum powder, yeah. like baby powder, six inches deep. You step into it. If you're wearing tennis shoes, it's it's like up to your socks deep. Makes you realize how they could have faked the moon landing. Yeah. It looked just like every that. Every step you take, a huge puff cloud of like just the lightest dust. The so lightest, yeah. Now my allergies are off the charts because I've probably like, inhaled a half a pound of dust. I feel like my arms are softer. Like I've been like exfoliating. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, oh, with the convenient. sunscreen and the nice. dust all mixed in together. Huh. Yeah. Sunscreen and <laughs> dust. <laughs> I have so much dust in my shoes. It's not even. Funny. I got dust in my ears, bro. Like I feel yeah, like me I just. Too. You remember like, the twister that came through and just oh, blasted both of us? Oh, dude. So dust you devil were, from nowhere. You were you were getting some photos and he me was in and, the car. Oh, you, you were in the he car? Was in he was his, in the car? He was in the I Subaru. Was, I thought he was getting photos. We were taking photos of him. Yeah, and me and Matt, like, look over, and I'm like, Matt, there's, like, twisters. <laughs> Matt just got ready, and we missed one, and he's like, oh, that would have been cool. And then he got the most epic of epic shots. That is, like, one of the coolest shots I've seen in <laughs> so a hot cool, minute. Right? You will proudest moment, gentlemen. You will think moment. AI produced it. But yeah, but it, it is didn't. It is real. It'll be the cover shot for this episode i'm sure i really wish both the subarus were there oh my god if both the subarus were there that would literally that might have been the tread cover that would have been the tread cover shot for sure sick i mean one thing you guys may not know about matt he often or at least from time to time will post pictures from the port of long beach where he works on occasion what's your official title i'm a crane mechanic crane mechanic um but isn't there like uh to your trade is there a certain title to your trade Crane mechanic. Oh, it's not like longshoreman or. I'm a longshore crane mechanic. Longshore crane mechanic. Got it. Um, Working them diesel in and, and your shift is what? We call it hey, hoots. Relax. relax. Scout, scout, leave it. Hey, scout. Scout's so angry today. He's so angry today. Please, while we tame Scout and his beastly energy today. Is he foaming at the mouth? He is foaming at the mouth. Hey, is he? Is he rabid? Yeah. Is he rabid? I think he's bipolar. Bipolar. <laughs> he has temperature-sensitive aggression, which means as it gets warmer, he gets more aggressive. He gets yeah. <laughs> he doesn't put up with that. The hotter it gets, the angrier I get. Yeah, the shorter his fuse is. I think that's kind of what it is. I think he's just kind of crotchety. Have you ever gotten cranky when it's just been hot and dusty? Dude, yeah. Hangry. Yeah. I saw some of it today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's appropriate. <laughs> Eric's like, I'm trying to record B-roll. Stop radioing. That was hilarious, by the way. That was funny. Like, every time we started recording. But all I needed was just him. Hikers on the right. <laughs> hey, guys. There's a rock. Toyota Tacoma. Toyota Tacoma. Tacoma, bro. Really nice view to the left, guys. Really nice. <laughs> and Check over there. Like, you asked for B-roll. Hold, please. <laughs> all I wanted was just some shots of Eric driving so I could mix it into this awesome, magical day we've had today. He didn't care what you were saying. He just wanted your mouth moving. Uh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> That's it. That was it. Um, Although the clip of him yelling at you should stay in. Did, did you record it? Hell yes. Yes. <laughs> Stop talking or else I'm going to turn this off. This I'm is like, my fifth Did dad take. just yell at me? Dad, dad just yelled at me. <laughs> then we thought you were mad at us because you didn't talk back the entire way down after that. No, I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to go. <laughs> you can deal with the hikers. <laughs> Talking to me like Early that. warning system? Not anymore. No, Figure it out. Done. You got eyes. <laughs> um, but so 
we came here. Amazing Shout podcast. out to Rugged Radios. They worked great. <laughs> the, dude, that, that G1 is bitching, right? Yeah, yeah. We were picking up. Is uh, it the G1 or the R1? We were picking G1. up other people's. I mean, it sounded like dispatch, so it sounded like we were on some other frequency. Because you have a higher power radio now with that G1. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the receiver is, is doing pretty well itself because I wasn't communicating back with that channel. We, we changed channels once we had, uh, you know, another party on the same. Right. But... Yeah, I could hear pretty well, and there was no one nearby. Granted, we're up on up on a mountain, so uh, could be could be picking it up from anywhere. He's so angry. Scout's really annoying the cuss out of me today. Scout, relax. Hey, sit down. Scout, sit. He looks so cute too. Heat intolerant. <laughs> heat intolerant. Crabby. Um, all right, where were we? Oh yeah, so we uh, we came. And then we went to the Silverado Cafe and had... Breakfast was Okay, amazing. just between us... I don't know if you should broadcast that. Us three, they've it's, got... It's off the menu. Some of the best food. I'm not even going to tell them what we had, but... Chilaquiles. Oh, <laughs> You just gave away the GPS Way coordinates. Go, and it was good. They're like, the all menu. we do is make chilaquiles now. <laughs> and it was good. All right. It was bomb. Get the chilaquiles. It's Green not on sauce. the menu. Get it with the green sauce. Actually, we should try it with the red next time too. No, I, I wouldn't. I would just go with the know? green because the green. it was good. I know, but maybe the red's even better. No, we I don't, don't know. I don't need no, to know. I don't need to. Yeah, it, it was, was, it was my curiosity doesn't amazing. run that deep. Like, like little tapatio. Green is Granted, good. which was funny. They're like, "What do you want?" And like Cholula, tapatio, like Tabasco. Tabasco. <laughs> um, we all, like okay, one of each. <laughs> yeah, uh, but great friendly staff, awesome cooks. It was like perfect. It was literally a perfect plate of chili killies. I loved it. I loved it too. Good start to the day. Couldn't ask for any more. No. No, and now we're here at Silverado Canyon Market having a wonderful beer. Uh, but we, after the cafe, we headed up to the trail. And this is the first time we've had the Subarus off road with their new yeah. shock setups, their new tire profile. The right. tires got like an inch and a half larger. We got 15 inch But we wheels went now two inches 17s. smaller yeah. on the wheels. Yeah. So we've got a lot more profile. We didn't air down on this one though. No, I, don't, I didn't feel like we needed to, but I yeah. did have my air compressor in the back just Same. in case. From Rhino Adventure Gear. Gotta yeah. give those guys some love because all of our accessories, like our little accessories, like my five gallon water tank, my Lifesaver water tank, my but uh, the great thing is, fire, yeah, retirement. I mean, we did we did fire, medical, water, uh, air. Did you get the med? You got the medical. I have my Fieldcraft bag. You got the what? yeah. I got the um, what's it called? What is it? Adventure Supply Company. Is that is that what it is? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. And they've got several different grades. It came in of, like an orange pelican box. Yeah, a little pelican looking case. Perfectly and, matches your whole damn scheme, which is convenient. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, as long as I could yeah. find somewhere convenient to mount the hard case. And that's why in my Jeep, okay. I went with the soft case. Yeah. It holds all the exact same stuff, but it's like a Velcro soft case that okay. sticks to the back of my driver's headrest. Oh, that's cool. You got to have medical super accessible. Yeah. Like yeah. if you need medical, you cannot be digging through your stuff. You certainly can't bury it. Hard cases are kind of for burying. Yeah. You know, you stack stuff on top of hard cases. That's you true. don't put hard cases on top of. It's just moly panel the center of your roof and yeah. you just hard so the, mount it right there. They, so they when do, you open it, they do have out. a little mounting. <laughs> then you have to search then for the floor. For they make a hard <laughs> mounting plate for it okay. where you pull on a tab that's like and spring loaded that's right. and the whole, and thing, it, comes and the whole thing pops there off. You go. So I, I might I might get that hard mounting plate. Um, okay. 
uh, from Rhino and, and see what's up with uh, like opportunities for mounting it somewhere that's still what's easy to get to. Got to got to get more stuff. Got to get more stuff. Yeah, got to get. I mean, with the amount of stuff that I had in the vehicle, the suspension was great. I think I, I did the perfect choice going with the Spec C from Iron Man. Um, all the big bumps that they kind of put in for speed, all the potholes, everything. It was just kind of soaking it up. You got to drive in my car. I got to ride in both both vehicles. And, uh, yeah, what those, was your thoughts? Those big bumps are for water drainage. Oh, is it for water drainage? Yeah, so, so it it's so water doesn't it off. It gets, so water doesn't get moving too fast. Speed. Okay, that's why they always angle them like off. That's why they're like not uh, perpendicular to the trail. Got they're they're a little bit oh, angled. So, and so water rushing water it's, should it's only go like down. It's kind of like the shoots that we were cleaning out in Big Bear. Yeah. When we did our cleanup. Remember, we were minus the all those steel shoots? grates. Minus the steel grates. Yeah. Other, but no, there are some up there. Are there really? Otherwise, the shelf road on usually like where it meets the hillside, like the uphill side, it'll trench. Okay. And the water will all go so fast, and the faster the water moves, the deeper and wider the trench becomes. Right, and, and it so just that, becomes an yeah. So those little things sure. that feel like speed bump jumps, yeah, are like water diversion. Nobody said for, jumps. No, nobody said anything about jumps. I said I speed. Did I, I see anybody? Did I say jumps? Did I say speed bumps <laughs> or speed jumps? You said speed jumps. <laughs> Oops. You said ramps. Oopsies. <laughs> those lawn tramps are. <laughs> you know what, what I was saying was. You could do the speed limit and still have speed that normally you wouldn't actually want to take on those things. But I was going the speed limit for the most part and taking those and really just kind of testing the suspension. And it was soaking everything up really well for as light as this vehicle is and as heavy as we've made it. It still felt great. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like my front end had a more significant like well all around but the front end feels dialed in the rear More end planted. oh it's like butter yeah you know, the front end of that thing is just planted yeah super smooth never bottomed out didn't have any chattering when i was turning around yeah. rocky surfaces at speed actually felt better the faster i went yeah, yeah. um that's usually good suspension it's designed to go a little i mean bit even the little bit of faster. washboard was completely smooth because what you want is me. But my my rear, while the you don't even feel it, right? My, it was like nothing. Yeah, the rear is still. It feels possibly still a little bit tight, uh, even though I've got weight on there. Oh, okay. So I've, I've got to figure out if that's an adjustment that I can make. Just or a lighter spring rate or something. I don't think lighter spring rate. I think it's just like um, right now my. Are your shocks adjustable? I haven't gotten my alignment done yet. Oh, that's. And right. I know that I'm camber in a little bit. So that might play yeah. into it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I think I've got negative camber probably a degree okay uh, so they're tilted in at the top part of the wheel into the body um so i think once once i'm firmly planted i'll, I'll feel a little bit better but the rebound rate was really impressive because with the old shocks I, I knew the compression would be better. Uh, I've got a heavier spring. Yeah. But with the old shocks, while I was bottoming out too fast, these ones I'm not bottoming out, but the old ones would both bottom out. And then while the spring was expanding, it would kind of throw the rear end up into the air oh, really? and make it weightless. And so you'd get like a double negative. You'd get the pleasure of bottoming out, <laughs> followed by having the rear end kind of launched. And so like all the weight would come up in the rear. Uh, this system has completely eliminated that feeling where I'll still hit the rear suspension hard. It'll compress and then rebound right to normal and not a millimeter past it. Okay. And it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't take time to settle. You feel the bump once, not like this continuing like bump 
overcompensation like rebound. Going on. Yeah, and then the rear end drops under its own weight, which compresses the spring again with the stock setup. Yeah. So I would have this like kind of ongoing play with the rear end on the stock setup, which would make it wobbly and kind of it kind of shimmied the vehicle yeah. around a little bit. Well, I noticed the on- rear felt way way better. But I do think that I can do some tuning there and, and improve it a little bit. Now that you've kind of felt it and yeah, it on. yeah. Well, I I remember when we went we went to Big Bear with shock surplus with the stock setups, and one thing I noticed a lot was how the rear or the front would kind of want to move out a little bit. The front always wanted to kind of like travel just a slight bit, and what I was hoping a little bit of understeer, yeah. Like what I was hoping to get out of the Ironman setup was. Um, to plant the front more. And I feel like that's exactly what we ended up getting was there was a little bit of a of a stiffer feeling up front, which allowed the back to just kind of follow along uh, without getting too loose. And I really, I liked the way it drove as opposed to stock by far. Um, I do notice that the, the ride is slightly rougher, but it's as expected. Like, like you said, Eric, as you, oh, there's another dog. Um, as you... As you got up in speed, as you started to gain momentum, a lot of that went away because now you're more floating and the suspension was kind of like cycling the way it was like supposed to. When you go really slow on stuff like that or you go at like a moderate speed, you feel everything. It doesn't give it a chance to kind of move. Yeah, That's the Subaru. That's the Jeep. I mean... Well, the stock Subaru did great when you're kind of just chilling. Like it was... You the softer suspension did soft, yeah. did like the lower speeds. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and and now with the new stuff, it seems like the faster we go, the more it just it's reactive. It's it's really well reactive to the change in terrain and the height. Um, it felt it felt great. I mean, I kept intentionally hitting potholes and ruts until just, we until we got to up see. to the top, What's and then that? we until, and then we found some cross axle. Yeah, then we then we got a little twisted up. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of three wheel, maybe two wheel action. I definitely, for sure. I definitely had some moments of two you wheel sit action. at one corner at the end to the, oh, the very end. moon, dude. The very end, you shot up, and I'm like, the both of us went, oh, okay. Dude. Oh, that last hill? Yeah. yeah. When I was like, I think I found my route. Yeah. And it was, I was backing up and I was just going to back off the obstacle because we both took two stabs at it and just couldn't find a line that the CV tissue. CVT transmission is really. Uh, is it the transmission that's yeah, giving us the problems? Yeah, yeah. that's uh, you're feeling that empty pedal as well. Just empty pedal, you, bro. You just push on the pedal and it just doesn't give you anymore. Doesn't do anything. It does. It, it's like the modulation is definitely drive by wire because it's not by cable. It's just cutting out. It's almost like it, you, we need to find the upgrade that prevents that from happening. Yeah, like I want more RPMs, and even though you're pushing the pedal down, like more. I turned off traction control, didn't do shit. I put on X mode. They didn't do shit for that. Like X mode seems to do more stuff for the way downhill. Yeah, yeah, it starts. It starts. I think it might be like it starts pun- uh, pushing the brakes for you. Yeah, is that and so it? I'm not sure exactly, but it definitely has control of the brakes uh, through the electronic. That was like, underwhelming. I'm a 185 horsepower should feel better than this, and it was just like your foot's on the floor, and it's just not doing anything. Nothing. Electronically, like, it's cut out. It just said not today. Yeah. It wasn't even like an engine cut out. It was like electronic. It, it definitely is something with the electronics and the transmission that like yeah. the transmission likes to like spool up its RPMs and it has 
I don't know, some sort of like underwhelming torque when you like park at the bottom of an obstacle with no rolling no speed, all, yeah. no momentum going into it all. It won't even and, and you just start doing anything. Yeah, you just start inching your way up the obstacle to allow like you know, in the Jeep world, we, we would, like, you know, bump onto a really difficult, like, a dry waterfall right. climb. Yeah. And you'll bump into it. So you'll back up, like, 8, 12 inches and kind of gas it pretty pretty good. And then the tire deforms. So that's, like, predicated on an aired-down tire. And uh-huh. right when the tire deforms, then you punch it. It just kind of launches And so it's like up. a bump and then punch where you, you kind of gently... Lay, the Jeep. Yeah, lay the vehicle weight into it, get the tire to deform, and then use that extra moment of traction to start the climb momentum. With this type of vehicle, you would never be able to do that. Well, like the vehicle, just, it, just, it cuts out, it gives it, up. It's it, like, fucking loser. It modulates your RPMs and into the transmission, and when you're going slow, you got none, and it makes it stay that way. And it's, yeah. it's I mean, there's a couple of things where, like, if I was to just gradually try to get up, like you would with the Jeep, like slow is always better. Like just keep traction and just crawl it and crawl it. Not you know? in this rig. Not, not in this rig. This no. rig, it's you like send it. You kind of have to have some momentum already built up, so that the little amounts of power it gives you will continue up. Yeah. However. With all of that said, we definitely noticed some major differences between my vehicle and yours, given the fact that we kept mine purposefully unlocked. So we, so we got some opportunity to do stuff this, like this. Yeah, yeah. like, okay. Because we didn't want to do the locker testing on the stock vehicles. No, because the stock the, tires and all stock that. Stock tires, yeah. stock suspension. What, what, you could point at so many things and say, oh, that's what Exa- helped. That's what helped, yeah. And so now both vehicles are on aftermarket lifts with similar carrying loads. Yep. Like the amount and of speed really we were what you're talking your about. suspension didn't help you. Like over me, like no, we were pretty sus- equal. Yeah, suspension. I mean, we don't have neither of us have long tire arms. size, same, same wheel tires. size. Like all our weights are pretty similar to one Agreed. another. So now we're really just looking at the difference of here's what the stock and open locker is, yeah. and here's what the aftermarket like torque master locking differential will do. And it, it made a difference. It made a huge, it made a difference. huge and I, difference. And the yeah. moment he crawled that and you didn't, what was the first thing that you said? It was the first thing I that came out of your mouth. On. He said, I'm going to Premier West Gears. I'm getting my Torque Master locker. <laughs> he's like, that's it. It's over. I mean, it's been sitting on my table forever. And, you know, it was purposeful. Like, it's not like we couldn't have installed it. But I felt like we wouldn't be doing Torque Masters a, uh, a service. If it wasn't a comparison test. If we didn't show the comparison test. Otherwise, yep. we're just another, you know, couple guys that they sponsored some shit to and nobody's really going to understand why and i think our whole goal has been the why show people like here's why we did what we did yeah that's why we went out with shock surplus and and did stock vehicle footage like i want to know what the vehicle felt like before i threw a bunch of aftermarket at it and then i can compare it to something which is like not my jeep Right. It's comparing well, it to this exact vehicle before, the way you buy it. And, and obviously everything was kind of the way we thought it would be. It was, it was softer. It was built for road and pavement. It was bottoming out way too easily. It was nose diving under heavy oh, braking and turns. Oh, with the stock suspension. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. Like now I've got stiffness. Yeah. My rear end is stiff enough that I can, I can gas it and get the rear end to kind of slide a little bit, um, which is nice. With the stock suspension, it was kind of body roll, yeah. It was and then and then all the weight goes to one tire, and then one rear end tire wants to spin, but the other one has traction. And with my locker, that was enough traction that I wouldn't get any slippage from the rear. Yeah. Um, but 
it's good to have comparison of the, you know, before and after. And in this case, it made an obvious difference. On this cross-axle obstacle, which is probably only like 15 vertical feet and, I don't know, 40 feet long, but I think you took five stabs at it. I took five. I mean, I, I, I did it slow. I did it conservative. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to back up as much as I can. Then you and, gave it the beans. And just give it the beans. And still came short of accomplishing that one. I said, okay, this is it. Because that was our goal. Our goal was actually to find that something, hill. Yeah, that something. Yeah. Something to stop me. And from, this was in that baby powder fine oh my gosh, silt. The talcum. Talcum yeah. powder silt that like even off-road aggressive tires, like you're not finding the bottom easily. Right. Um, and the, the tire. My shoe, though. You had a tire pulled up either in the front or in the back, but one tire was always off the ground. Yeah. So an open diff is sending too much power. To one wheel that has no traction. Has no traction. And the other tra- tires have poor traction. So even though it was a short obstacle, we felt confident that it was like the one. We tried several and we, we weren't we weren't pussyfooting around with it. Like, I feel you, like you, you gave it a genuine effort because oh, we yeah. found two or three before that and you gave it like one stab and you're like, this one's good. And then on like the third try, you would make it. I made it. And I'm like, we and you're can't like, do we this. can't do this one. We yeah. can't. Like, we can't I use it to be genuine. We can't use yeah. clip one and pretend it got stuck. Yeah. Like, nope. Yeah. This is no pretending. We found an obstacle that like. Genuinely, I was trying you were, hard. You were doing all the tricks: yeah. turning the steering wheel left to right, oh, rocking the body which, weight, rolling up the obstacle, bumping it, bro, hitting it with speed. The power steering on these vehicles—it's pretty good until you heat them up. His I, wasn't happy. Mine was not happy. Oh, really? So you know all the effort okay, I was doing. I pushed, I pushed right, my vehicle right. off of an obstacle, and it actually like lifted the vehicle up a little bit. Yeah. But once you got it hot, it once didn't I got like it, it hot, it was not happy whatsoever, and it made me realize, okay, so there's limitations. Oh. To certain, so even my AC was pumping hot. So my AC went. I from, noticed that actually both years were doing. Yeah, that. pumping from pumping cold to suddenly pumping hot. Those engines were getting hot, like you said. You called that out. Yeah. And um, it's a hot day, so like. I mean, it makes sense that they would get hotter, but I don't know. There's, there's Do we almost, need to add cooling systems? I Do we need like, to upgrade our... Well, I heard that, for one thing, CVT has a cooling. You can get a CVT cooler, which makes a lot of difference. And then there might be some things we can look into to like see about how we can get... Does PSC have a uh, power steering cooler like, like we all have fan, on the Jeep? Pusher fan or you know, like a higher volume puller fan or something to get more airflow. Through the stock systems? Through the stock systems. I don't know. I not, really don't know. It's not it a bad like, idea. That, I haven't gone down that rabbit hole yet. That engine bay felt hot. I had my tire self-clearancing some plastic that I had to remove by hand. And Oh, yeah? Um, I've trimmed away, but I don't want to over-trim. Yeah. So I like to let the tire polish little areas. But since we're off-road, it did more than polish. It, it <laughs> tore. <laughs> I did ask you guys that this morning at breakfast. Because now that? that you have the winch and everything in front and the lights, that if you guys have noticed any heat changes or oh, things well, getting heating up and what did you say well, what's there's, no there's, there's no way to monitor it there's no analog gauge there's no digital gauge that's something the vehicle lacks i wonder if we can get an obd2 deal that'll give us system diagnostics prob- in real time probably probably yeah, yeah. but that um, might be something to look into. on the stock vehicle there's no way to monitor coolant temp or transmission oil temp that's crazy and on the jeep i have both of those features and the heads up display that i can scroll to yeah. yeah so i took that for granted i have no way to monitor what normal is yeah. so i have no way to check if it's 
getting hot and I need to lay off or turn down the AC and park in the shade. That's what like, saved my Subaru motor. I what parking in the shade? No, or? having having the uh, <laughs> actual <laughs> coolant temp on the 2004 know, that I right? have. Yeah, I watched it all of a sudden start climbing, and I was able to pull over before all the steam blew out of the hood and the radiator. Popped. I mean, I could imagine the first time you're warned is like when your shit's like critical it's going down yeah like that's i feel like that's the only time we're going to find out yeah is when because there's no gauge it's when engine lights start popping up and it's too late to too late to make a change no uh i'd, I'd rather know what the what the engine temp is doing but i would i will now look into yeah we should something. look into that and see what we can find yeah it'd be cool if we can find like a multi kind of gauge that connects to obd2 and will give us different readouts and you know what's really cool is so one of our new partners that we haven't installed yet, they want, so Nate from Stinger wants to do the install on our vehicles, but we're gonna get full Stinger off-road audio systems. Oh, nice. But Stinger has a unit that plugs into an OBD2 that gives you some of that data. System diagnostic. I think yeah. so. So I don't know if it works for the Subarus, but it'd be cool to look into it and see. If like, not, they make plug-in Bluetooth ones that you can monitor from your phone directly perfect. in live time. I, use I have my, one of those for my Jeep. I use, like, so I did a trade So with do you think the vehicle has the temperature oldest. sensors? It has to. So it, it, oh, it does have it. It, it, has, to. it has them in it's the system. It's just not telling you. It's yeah. just not sharing There's the no information. Yeah, they the just don't care about yeah. you yeah. knowing. They don't care about you. Well, because the average person who buys a Subaru doesn't really care. But what I was saying was I, I traded my oldest kid for his old iPhone. So now I use my his old iPhone as my S-Pod and, like, maps. And I can use it for that, too. What, are you missing it? I think he's laying down over yeah, there. He's over there by yeah. the table. Um, did you guys want another picture? Yeah. Okay. You I'm know what? No. Should we take a little quick intermission? Why not? Check on the dogs and then come back and discuss uh, coming back down the trail, uh, the event that I went to at KC, and uh, a quick little podcast I did yesterday with Ben from the Average Overlanders. I can just recap Sweet. all that shit. Okay. Sounds good. Intermission. I am here. recording. Well, yeah, they're bringing it out, and we can we can keep talking while uh, while we wait for our next picture. This doesn't suck. I mean, it's hot, but there's a nice breeze. Uh, there's a lot of shade out here. I mean, once they're open, this is going to be like a little oasis for sure. I wish I wouldn't have got back in the car. I wish I would have been there for the whole thing. <laughs> for which? Oh, yeah. For when he sent it to the. Well, moon. I got a video of you. Oh, sending it? Yeah, from like. Like I was 3x zoom from like down the trail. Yeah, but it you see him. Does like, it look sick? Oh, dude, it's there's no there's no angle on that attempt that didn't look sick. Like for these cars and coming from the Jeep world and kind of, I think a lot of the approaches I took were like Jeep approaches. You're uh, like I still have 38s. I saw a Tacoma with like coilovers and separate reservoirs get stuck on one of the obstacles that we were trialing that we were looping around. That we were looping. I around. was doing a lot of stuff, even we, open. Yeah, diff. yeah, with open diff. Yeah. Like it was one. Of the, it was the first obstacle you tried, but then eventually, on like attempt number three, you made it up. Yeah. So we had to find a different route that was more difficult on another section of that same area. Yeah. Um, but as we were leaving, there was a current generation Tacoma with a decent setup, but I think it might have been a two-wheel drive. Yeah. Um, with like a pre-runner setup. And because this was so silty, like almost, it was well, it, silty. It was deep, like deeply pitted. Yep. And it's like lubricant, really. Like when it's that silty, like the. There was just, a couple times I slid, like yeah. from my foot being under the actual power. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely. Uh, 
it definitely stopped this Tacoma, and he had to. I'm, I'm sure if he took a couple of hits at it with speed, he would have been just fine with those big tires. But just goes to show you, like the, the trails that we were doing, vehicles were not walking up. No, no, uh, no, no. And, and you know, a lot of that comes with experience. Like once you do the Jeep stuff enough, you know, like like you said, sometimes you got to bump stuff, sometimes you got to gain a little momentum, and expect that you're going to travel over that one spot that was hanging you up and make it to where you have full traction again. And that's usually why you're doing the momentum kind of pushes. Um, but yeah, the Tacoma guy, I mean, his truck was fully capable. I mean, I think if you were driving it, you'd probably get up it, what he was trying to do. Um, but still, a Subaru, which traditionally is considered not a capable vehicle per se, was very <coughs> capable and did really well um, on the trail. Yeah, I mean, you only dragged your ass for a couple times. My ass for? Your ass for. My ass for, kid. Yeah. Hey, shut it. Sit down. Come here. Come here. Come here. Oh. Scout, come here. Oh, and fresh frosty glasses. Fresh frosty Look glasses. Look at the service. Oh, nice. The service here is amazing. Oh, my God. You didn't have Thank to, you, but sir. we appreciate it. That's so much, Jeff Hoagland, owner of Silverado Canyon Market, and they are hard at work. They're literally in this heat putting in time and effort to, like, get this place spun up and in dealing with our asses open for business i mean the fact that they even let me i mean i've definitely taken advantage of making a friendship a long time ago with jeff just being two jeep dudes he loves like he has a jeep he loves the whole jeep kind of community and he's always encouraging us to come out here uh and i always stop by here every time i come here except for matt because his jeep is broke let's not talk about jeeps sorry bud i thought we were talking about subarus we're gonna get your jeep my subaru runs my Jeep does not. Yeah. Yeah, Matt has a Matt has a Subaru, a Forester that we really want to turn into our gambler, gambler car. car. One day. Let's fix the Jeep first. Let's fix the Jeep first. <laughs> hey, hey guys, cheers. Two running, motor, two running vehicles. Cheers, guys. Cheers. <sighs> That's the stuff right there. It's tasty. There are worse ways to spend a Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't suck. does not suck. Thanks for uh, reminding so, me to come. What's hilarious is don't, I uh, don't even. I called Nobody Matt yesterday, <laughs> and we had like an hour-long conversation. Called him around four-ish. I had just gone back from the Casey event. The Casey event was rad. It was over at Chemical Guys' HQ um, in uh, Torrance. Did you see the bus? You're on the And, uh, and uh, Chemical Guys in Torrance. And the turnout was insane. I wish you would have come. Like, that was a really cool event, but it was so far away from you. It was far enough away from me. I mean, it's close. It was close to Redondo Beach, um, which is home for me. And if I was just not uh, up at the Subi event last weekend, I would have been all in. But I did need a little bit of time at home to catch up on domestic chores and stuff that's not as fun just kind of knowing like it was between that and coming out today so well, what's really funny is uh when the subaru that subi fast thing ended eric and i were talking we're like it's time for a break and we we had monday back at work and then tuesday it was your birthday and my oldest's birthday yeah and, and our tradition is the same we the, always go to a so water weird. park on our birthday so not only does this 13 year old share the same <laughs> tradition as me we have the exact same birthday so that was a naturally i crashed jackson's birthday like, hey, party do you want to crash jackson's birthday party with me uh -huh. and the girls i was like i can't i have work i figured you had the girls, work. The girls yeah. had something going on that day as well mm -hmm. 
Uh, otherwise, otherwise, awesome I been time. There. Wild Rivers and Irvine is Dude, definitely worth the stop. Alcohol, it's good food. I'm glad Brand they finally new. reopened. They it. have a liquor license. We got. <laughs> Uh, jalapeno, cucumber, margaritas oh with gosh. a teen rim. So and I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if they were allowed in the Lazy River, but there wasn't a sign saying no. So we took our cocktails into the Lazy River, found oh, a best. tube, kind of floated around in circles with an ice cold drink on a warm day. Actually ruined my entire filming schedule by taking my phone into the slides. Yeah, you and were like, it's waterproof. I'm like, no, it's splashproof. It's 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 like sneeze proof. I think it's splash proof. I think proof. I think you Fucking accidentally fun. took it underwater in several waterfalls. Gosh darn I, it. I actually remember the footage of Do some really? I mean, you got like the big bucket that spills. Oh, that was so, I'm glad we got to review that one. Yeah. Because now it's in our brands. Like now we we, we can just look back and we know see what happened. Yeah, yeah. It was Slow mo of a waterfall crashing on your head. <laughs> So cool. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Would have been more worth it if the damn phone was sinking. Otterbox? With iCloud, but no. Exactly. Yeah. Get yourself an Otterbox? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. They make stuff for this. But so now I got to go back time. and rebuild all my intros and outros for our video series. I have to go back and redo my Suburban series with the kids. I got to go back. Wait, you just... can't have that information just pulled off? So the app saved basically like the outline of all my videos, but all the content, all the footage is not linked and it doesn't link it by file name. So I have no idea of what clip goes into what slot. So it's a bunch of like spaces for video clips that have little yellow triangles with exclamation marks in them. Oh and my. I am cussed. That is... That was just the worst thing. I, I thought it would sync. I would get all my data back. It would be fine. But for some reason, it disassociated every video with its position in the app. Yeah. So it's it's yeah it's done. Rut row. Yeah. That's sucks. The good man. thing is my transitions, my music, and everything that I downloaded through the app is still present. So some of it's salvageable. I just got to start putting a lot of time in and rebuilding it. So I, I'm giving myself a couple of days of just once yeah. I get home today. That like that's probably what I'm going to be doing. That project starts. Rebuild. Well, I started last night. And it's going to continue for a couple of days. Wow. Yeah. So for those of you that know, don't know, uh, Eric and I, this whole Subaru project was uh, made possible by a partnership with Tread Magazine and amazing partners uh, who came on for parts. Uh, but Tread Magazine was the real driving force uh, to get us to different places and different locations and also produce a ongoing series uh, called Project Tubru um, that is already on its third episode on Tread's YouTube channel. So, uh, only seen the two. we're three episodes in. Uh, there's a fourth done, thankfully. I just have to get back on the horse, get five, six, seven, eight done. So, is it going to be an eight episode series? No, it's more. It's more than that, right? I think, I think we've got a lot of things to cover on these vehicles. There's okay. even the like. Things from the ask for skids, the rally tech sliders, uh, the suspension with shock surplus. Shock, actually, shock surplus is producing all of those pieces for us, which I, I can't wait to see. That's gonna be awesome. That's, that is gonna be awesome. And uh, and then event stuff, stuff like today, where we videoed a lot of what we did today. That's gonna turn into its own video for that That'd as well. Um, there's just a ton of content being produced around these vehicles, uh, all in the effort of a showing people what steps we took, why we took those steps. And then also, B, 
how does it perform now? Like after everything was done. So we showed a lot of stock stuff in the past. Now it's showing some of the modified stuff and like why we went, where we went and what improvements we got from it. But it's a lot of work. So far, so good. <laughs> no, Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, I, I, I like. I like so a far, lot of. So good. Yeah, I like a lot of the improvements. I was quite impressed with the vehicle today. Yeah. The transmission. Transmission leaves a lot to be wanted. I mean, yeah. it there makes me want. We can just pull out real quick. I, I swear or maybe X mode sucks. I don't know. Maybe it needs a retune on the it. transmission. I don't, I don't know. know. Something else. I don't know how these. Uh, I don't know how these. CVT transmissions do, do, do their magic. The sport gets a, like a additional X mode. Um, yeah. Or X mode has two two versions. Two, two, I think. There's two modes in X mode. Yeah, and I think one's, one's like, like a light, like sand and dirt, dirt and mud, and then yeah. one's like a heavy snow and heavy mud or something. Yeah, shit deep like that. deep snow. Yeah. Snow and deep mud or something I feel like, like that. X modes have an intro every time you turn it on. X mode. X mode. X mode engaged. You have entered X mode. <laughs> Welcome, welcome to, to X Mode. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> welcome to the X. It just turns your music down really quick, and it's like X Mode. <laughs> like Altered Beast. You yeah, know that yeah, game? Yeah. <laughs> Altered Beast. Welcome to X Mode. Stupid. Oh come on! Every time you turn that on, you'd be laughing at that. You know, uh, like, you the, know my favorite feature is X welcome mode. to X mode. <laughs> it's just like a track is what it is. Like so, the Toyotas have a track, okay, which is like Frank showed me on his FJ, and basically it's like the hill descent, like super intelligent braking uh, to prevent you from losing control coming down. I think really it is a coming down thing. Like I didn't really notice anything going up. No. Maybe it was hurting us. Maybe having X mode engaged was what was causing us to bog down. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I think don't know. I think that's just the way the transmission is. All these set damn up, computers. Oh, maybe yeah. next time we need to do X mode versus non X mode. Yeah. Snowy muddy versus dirty. Oh, that dirty, that could dusty. be its own thing too. Like yeah. I've always wondered what is what is the difference? What are good examples of those differences? Why didn't we think about this earlier when we were up there? No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I mean I think I think I still need to go get my lockers installed. I think in that time, you don't want two factors. So I shut my lockers installed and then we go X mode two different ways. And we can show the two different things. Yeah. With two similar You can run vehicles. it on locks. Locks. Show it all the ways. I just need an STI motor in this fucker like, ASAP. An STI motor and with a manual, manual transmission, transmission yeah. would be kind of the, dr the dream setup. I screwed, I screwed the pooch on the automatic transmission. That was... Yeah. Well, originally... I should know better. Originally, wasn't it? more for fuel economy getting to and from work than well, it was yeah, I mean, before look, it went soul, full uh, Tubaru. I mean, I think it wasn't necessarily supposed to be modified, but, you know, it just kind of went that way. But nothing we own doesn't get modified. I guess that's just... That's why I'm not allowed to buy a new true. car. Yeah, but you'd fuck up an old car, too. <laughs> I can't. Um, it's that spot in my driveway. It's that's, that's just the death spot. No, I think enough parts from Kate have transferred over to you that it has now fucked you. <laughs> the curse. I have, has, the, I have the cursed Kate parts. The cursed Kate parts. You should probably get rid of all of those and just get new ones. <laughs> I told you, it's when I put my fast friend stickers on, it died like three days later, and you said, maybe you should take those stickers off. <laughs> maybe it's well, cursed. check this out. Kelly's working on our one of our videos. The first video she wanted to upload, her computer crashed. Like, I... I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's... I'm, like, in the flow of it. Like, I understand my, my juju, and so now it's, like, I can navigate it, but, like, the people on the fringes of my life are suffering. 
You know? <laughs> We're now dealing with his juju. <laughs> Please, take care of your Subaru. <laughs> you don't know what's going to happen. I'll do my best. I've been warned. <laughs> uh, hey, no, in, all, in all seriousness, I think, look, look, it's a Jeep. It's going to fuck up. Oh, yeah. Well, it was only a matter of time. It's, it's, it's also not got 146,000 miles on it. 146,000. I'm, I'm not very nice to it. Same motor, same training. Correct. Wow. That's. I think you've actually gotten extra innings with that Jeep with the stuff you've done with it. So far. Because you're not super like you're not super sweet to it. No, I'm definitely not nice to you it, especially her, when the three of us are out driving. Yeah, you treat her like we treat our women. You just whoa, whoa, whoa. You know. Whoa. Well, nice. You give him the beans. You give him the boy. What are you thinking? <laughs> Sorry, I, treat, I treat my lady really nice. Give him the beans. Love you, babe. You'll never listen to this, so it doesn't matter. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Love you. Ash is like, what the shit is this? Is this what you guys talk about? The where, beans? where are my beans? What are the beans? <laughs> what are the be- when am I getting these? Do you have beans for me? Are they grilled beans? Are they refried beans? They're about, baked to, be beans. Sm- They're about to be smash beans. <laughs> Sorry, Ash. Sorry. It, that takes me to the Mitch Hedberg joke. Oh, dude. Have Mitch you, Hedberg. The, the beans? The best. When he's like, maybe we should try just fried beans. Because we're always eating refried beans. Maybe we're just wasting time. <laughs> Just eat it the first time. It's just like, yeah, just just one fry. <laughs> Mitch Hedberg was the king of those. One-liners. One-liners. Does anyone ever do fried beans? It's like, what, where are those at? I, I've never had fried beans. That's, so what, I've had that's what he was saying. saying. It's yeah. always refried beans. I get beans. it. I get it. But it's also like... Maybe it's yeah. not a thing. Hmm. Anyways, way off topic. No, that's... This is the, the topic. This is the topic. Yeah. The topic is off the topic. Uh, the topic is beans. I mean, has anything interesting happened in your life lately? No. <laughs> Sorry, that. It's okay. Every day is the same day. I don't even know what day it is. Do I go to work? Do I not go to work? That's it. It's over. Especially now that my kids are homeschooled. Like, there's no, oh, Monday, got to take the kid to school. Oh, Friday, she's got two days off. It's, what day is it? Am I working or am I not working? Yeah. That's it. I wish I only had one job. Because I realize all the shit I do with this podcast that we do or the vehicle builds, those are all other jobs. Yeah. You don't each, even get paid for them. Each one's a job. Each one's a job. And yeah. I was, I've been kind of going through this feeling of like, you know, I'm excited to be representing Tread Lightly at the Base Camp event up in Big Bear coming up this week, actually. Uh, Eric, you're coming out on Friday? Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that. But at the same time, I'm like, man, like it really makes it hard when you work at a company that has nothing to do with any of the things that you're constantly doing on the side. Yeah, it was easier for you at a, like KC and off the grid because yeah. they're overlapping with your Because everything I did benefited them. Yes. Like being out there, people seeing that it was like a genuine representation. Like, I'm surprised that your company doesn't have a booth and things like that. I know they should because they have especially with the outdoor, line, outdoor, right? outdoor adventure. Outdoor adventure. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, it's basically built for camping, right? Yeah. 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 Well, well, it's not. I mean, it's like the, look, the, the product's already solid. Yeah. So they're like, we're gonna just make it OD green. Exactly. Open but, up to that like, market and say, hey, you know, like the blower. I wish I had the blower with me. Yeah. That blower would have come in clutch. My 18 volt blower. It would have just blown out all this freaking silt from inside the vehicle i use the big light it is all the time filthy right now the bill oh the light that you got all the time yeah granted i work at night so it works perfectly you take it to work oh yeah no kidding it lives in my toolbox oh in really? my truck yeah. oh that's bitching yeah makita makes great stuff but you know they they came out with this product line called outdoor adventure but really 
didn't pursue connecting with the space as much. That's what I'm saying. I'm surprised they don't have like a booth at like, you know, off-road expo or overland expo. Overland expo, yeah. You know, or even off-road expo. Trust me, I tried. You know, I got. Like, I got I'm, I'm shocked that they don't have a booth somewhere. Because trust me, I tried. I got the expo people <laughs> yeah. on the phone. But like people would buy. Oh, they, it's OD Green are. and it's Makita, and it works with the same battery that I have in my, you know, impact to take my tire off. Dude, expo uh, offered sense. me this massive booth space. And Makita didn't want it. Makita didn't want it, and I'm like, you don't understand. It's sold out, and they just they offered us out. a spot there. Like, what? Maybe the next cuss? year. Maybe next year. Go lay down. Happy, happy, happy. Jesus. Happy, come here, come here, come here. They run, they run. These dogs are hot. Uh, and angry. Hang on. Hang on a second. Happy, come here. Lay down. Come here. Come here. Come here. Lay down. Lay down. Happy, you see that? Happy, come here. Happy, come here. Happy, come here. Happy, come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Lay down. Lay down. He's like barking at fucking scouts over there barking at butterflies. Happy's growling at Leroy. I think it's time. I think it's time to uh, wrap it up. I think it was great catching up with you guys. I'm just glad you came out, Matt. Like it's been a long time since uh, we got to, to just chill and go play in the dirt. What was the last Fourth of July? Was the last time we were all together? No, was it? it was like two weekends ago. I thought that was the Fourth of July. No, we had boys' night. Remember? Oh, uh, that's right. I got a little shit for that because I, I I made the mistake of saying the words. Oh, did you drink a lot, babe? Because my wife had gone off and done some stuff. And it was like, it's almost as if I had said she was drinking too much. Like, that's how she understood the words. And, uh, yeah. So that wasn't, uh, that wasn't smart. Um, and then she said, uh, oh, and you guys are all getting sloshed. I'm like, no, no, we were responsible. Like, we were just tipsy for a really long time. That was a long day. That was a long, fun day. We had pool that day. Yeah. We were, yeah, we were chilling. Pretty sure I was up for 24 hours. <laughs> it was a long day. It was a long fucking day. <laughs> um, all right, so what's next in our whole deal that we're doing? We are, uh, hang on a second, this guy thinks we're open back here or not. Uh, there we go. Okay. Next up is uh, base camp. Base camp, so we're gonna do it's uh, put on by Pure 4x4. I hear it's like a rave meets overlanding, so it'll be interesting. That's what the website looks I think it's like half like. our half our crew, half not our crew. I'm really looking forward to actually seeing what it's all about and what it's like. Uh, we'll be running the Tread Lightly booth uh, that weekend. Um, I'll be setting it up Thursday and kind of holding it down, and then you're gonna come join me. Yeah, on dude, it's a good spot to, you know, if these are. Uh, people that are not from the outdoor kind of space or grew up in it or grew up in it yeah. and are unfamiliar with it uh, it's a good place to kind of introduce those standards and norms I'm, I'm proud of tread lightly for supporting like such a you know it's a it's kind of going to be a blended event between like 
off-road purists and yeah, like an electric daisy carnival. Yeah, really, <laughs> for sure. I mean, like a lot of these guys that go get like the Toyotas and the Forerunners that are easily accessible. They don't have the stigma of a Jeep where you almost feel like you have to know how to off-road or really want to be about that life. A Toyota and a Forerunner give you the option of just like kind of being in the off-road space, but not necessarily having to be a fanatic of the off-road space. You can still just be whatever, you know? Can I see where I'm going with that? I don't think they have the same cult status following that the Jeepers have. I, yeah, and even... I don't know if I would go that far. Really? You think, uh, yeah. you think they do? I know people that have been long-time forerunner guys. You I think know? you're talking about the people and Ali's talking more about the brand positioning. I think he's talking about the Ford people that went, used to Ford went out of their way <laughs> to yeah. establish... Ford went out of their way to establish yeah. community yeah. before they released the Bronco. And the Jeep they started. They, yeah. Jeep's been doing Easter Jeep Toyota Safari. Yeah, and yeah Jeep, Jeep has been sponsoring. I mean, they have the trail badge trails yeah. that are like all over the place. What's they the pay, Toyota one? They pay good money to keep off-road space available because yeah. they understand that's important for yep. their market. They're helping fund the fight. They are absolutely in it for the community yeah. they support the community they're part of the community Toyota doesn't do that I didn't say that Toyota Jeep does not didn't. do that that's Ford, what I'm that's the difference Ford tried yeah. doing that and, and building Ford events and Bronco events and, and the Raptor they didn't do it for the Raptor they definitely didn't do it for the Ford truck there was not really like that's specialty same kind of like Raptor meetups but is the most bought vehicle in America so they didn't is. have to right <laughs> they didn't have to look at this cool yeah. one that yeah. can go yeah. in the yeah. desert it was, it was the evolution of the Ford Lightning which is obviously lowered step side manual two door with the SVT motor. Dude, but, that manual but have you seen the Miller Ford? Lightning? No. From Nick Eisenhower? Oh, yeah, I know I did. Yeah, that was oh. That I need to check out. That's the electric one, the new no. Lightning, right? No. No, 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 no. He built a Lightning into a rock crawler, an OBS Ford Lightning. <laughs> That's so rad. Wow. Solid axle swap. Rock. So the, yeah, he goes rock, rock crawling. Yeah, rock that. crawler. Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> sick. Like, he's like, we need a more purpose-built rock crawler after he went and tried to do four dice with Don't Follow Darren. Which is a great series. You That's a great it series. Yeah. I got invited twice to that damn thing, and I couldn't go, and so now I don't get invited anymore, and it's like, I really want to go. mad at you now. No, I don't think he's mad. It's just like, just fuck, dude. If, you, if you're not going to come to my cool event, then fuck you. And I really want to go to this cool event. So I'll definitely be hitting hit him up. up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to hit him up. Um, anyways, that was a tangent. Where were we? Thanks, bud. It's hot. The dogs are hot. The dogs are hot. We need to just focus on our beers. Let's give some thanks, because if it wasn't for the people that support us, uh, it would be difficult to do the things that we do. Um, but, you know, we're getting to the place now where Rick for Dirt really is supporting itself. Um, and it's honestly Eric taking time out of his today, people like Matt taking time out of his day, and me taking time out of mine. Uh, you know, when, when everything kind of got shuffled around with the whole Rick for Dirt thing, when we, when we were considering whether or not it was gonna continue forward or not, um, I refunded all the partners, all their money. I gave it all back and I said, I'm not sure what this is gonna be moving forward. So I don't feel good about taking your money. Even though I think I could deliver, I'm gonna give you back your, your funds, which was nice because then I had a two month break and I just didn't touch anything. Coming back now, doing this, I realized, hey, it's still fun for me and I still really enjoy it. And it's a cool opportunity to hang out with you guys, which is what I we, we've been doing a lot now. Like you, Matt, if anything, you're technically a co-host, official co-host as well for Rick for Dirt. So let's just put that out there. Matt Schultz is also a co-host of Rick for Dirt. Just saying it, 
and uh, Eric came on uh, a little while ago and it's cool to see it grow with the friends and it's cool to see you guys have uh, your own kind of connection with it and and have been a part of it for like so long so if a partner comes along and is down for that cool I'll, I'll start looking into that again but for now I'm okay with the way it's been going I don't feel a lot of stress if I'm late a week like it's all good right now I've got two in the bucket so that's awesome so next Friday I've got one and this is going to fulfilled us two weeks after that or maybe even sooner i don't know uh all i know is that we've got a lot more to come we're doing a lot of fun things uh eric and i have a slew of partners that have helped us do what we did today um and if you are interested in that follow along with tread magazine on tread's youtube channel uh that's tread magazine uh look it up we've got three episodes probably by the time you hear this it's four episodes and i think really right now that's who we're most thankful for uh you know all the companies that are allowing us to get out there and, and have some fun with vehicles that you know we're we're starting to learn how to use yeah and yeah like you said huge huge thanks to all the brands that participated to make this happen um we were talking earlier about rhino adventure gear and yeah. like grabbing a couple parts from them yep. but they work with frontrunner they work with domatic you could take your they work with s pod they work with casey highlights yeah. they work with like all of these companies and could basically put together the vehicle or any a la carte section of the vehicle yeah. the warren front bumper and winch that, they're like, like one of the biggest dealers for goose gear on the west coast that's yeah, yeah. that's like one of their huge and Yost is such a good dude yeah like just a good genuine family human being they're and you want to support their them. team is awesome yeah. they're local here in san diego and san marco so uh if there's if there's any uh people out there looking to have work done or looking to get parts yeah like if the, like if the, the price is the same at, at both like you know front runner and a local shop go to the local shop support your local shops guys yeah, like they're, they're keep, gonna make a little margin keep keep these guys in business yeah. and then when you need an install that you're not comfortable doing yourself whether it's the front runner and you have to drop the headliner and Which silicone seal yeah. weatherproof <laughs> the the 12 volts that was a lot of fun though that was a lot that of fun. That was there for yours. Yes, he was. So you were partially to blame for the fact that his thing wasn't sealed fully. Oh, really? Because I, I did zero of bolt. the work. I don't care. But we figured out how to fill it. it. Yeah. yeah, and so that's part of one of the. guys do the work. It's part of one once. of the videos. Like we're not we're not perfect, and when we yeah. get something wrong, we're like, okay, we found a new trick tip. We're going to we share. Did we record that when we did it? Because what it was is there's these little spacers that hold the rack to the vehicle. I believe yeah. you did. I, and I two believe bolts you that did. go straight down. Yeah, and so we, you, you put I a silicone so. dab about the size of a Hershey Kiss. No, we kiss. recorded all the stuff you were there for, but you never, you were never there when we resealed it. We had to like... Oh, so, the resealing. Yeah, I was there when you guys originally uh, did it, yeah. So we there's need a to, captive We need nut. to make an amendment to that to that to video, video, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a dual captive nut plate that you use at six different sections on this uh, rack three on each side and so eric noticed that there was a water spot after he went through the car wash and was like dude like it's not sealed and it's like bro like we put a shitload of silicone clearly we, we screwed something up i screwed something up whoever did that attack actually you screwed it up because it was i your think side. that was my side that was, yeah. your side. That yeah. was uh, they, that they was all, definitely you 
They all yes. had similar size silicone dabs. Yeah. We watched the dudes at front run, and it was about the size of a Hershey Kiss. But it's easy to move it aside. But like, once it moves around, it, yeah. and then also what we didn't account for is when the bolt goes through the center of this little spacer tube, the it the pushes the silicone out the bottom, yeah. and I think that's where the water was getting in because our solution was, all right, before we remove the whole roof rack. Which we were close to doing. We're like, okay, like, we're going to have to remove it. Let's try this first. Did you get just so, silicone around the spacer no, we, and the so bolt? We no, because the outside the outside of the spacer actually looked good mm. and so one so bolt out of inside yeah. so we just filled it up on it the, the inside, inside of yeah. the we, spacer till it, till it sent the it yeah. yeah filled that up with the same silicone then put the bolt back in yep. one at a time took the bolt out from the other one because we didn't we were unsure which of the two was the like unsealed gotcha. offender yep. but uh, have have not seen a water stain I and I wanted... power wash my vehicle and I'm not like right. power washing from four inches away right there but like you are like a foot or two away Dude, like, I want to go it's, back in it's and kind actually of... fill up every single spacer on mine it's not Just, a bad idea. Why not? Why not? Why yeah. wouldn't you? And it probably leaks. reduce vibration. It would probably act like a little pushing. Mine leaks. Yeah. I need to go in and reseal mine. Too. Oh really? Yeah. On your Jeep? Yeah. Yeah. He trips right above Let's my kid's your Jeep car seat. Let's get first before we fix anything. There's else a lot of Jeep. things I could be doing to Let's my Jeep get right now. Mechanically, while it's well, <laughs> I'm just not doing it. I don't have the heart. Yeah, my my roof seals leak on the Jeep. It's all Jeep's roof seals leak. Oh really? It's not Pretty just much. my roof seals. My door it's seals also leak. my front runner yeah. mounts. Then again, I did lay my Jeep down for a nap, and I fucked up my other door when I got right sided up. No, but you just need door, door skids. skids. Huh? You need door skids. Remember? Door skids. Door skids. Yeah, because your door Asper. skids aren't working. My door skids? As opposed to the Asper skids on the bottom, yeah. Yeah. door skids. Yeah. Yeah. You need door yeah. skids, so yeah. when you flop. For ro rollover situations, yeah. you're skidded you're all good. around. Wouldn't that be funny you're if you put like the, the cutting board material on the on the sides of your car? And people are like, what's that all about? Like, Why do you have high-density polyurethane? Don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's a little trick. <laughs> it's a little trick I learned. <laughs> Proceed, idea, proceeds bro. to roll Jeep on its side, <laughs> slide down obstacle. <laughs> hopefully, right land on your hopefully he just turns into it and it pops back up real quick. So stupid. So dumb. Might no, look good though. Nobody's hey, doing it. You heard it here first. <laughs> Door skids. We're working on a patent. I was so confused for a second. I'm like, oh yeah, that was our entire joke up top about Asper. Because Asper was like, hey, where's the. Where's the photography? Like, they, they want to see some content, and it's cool because I want to get everybody. You're like, we just got them lifted. We literally just installed <laughs> your shit. And have you seen Eric's? Because Eric's is amazing. Powder-coated orange. His skids are powder. Like, we need to get I'm his sorry, I'm not surprised. I on know. The side. <laughs> I know Eric. We actually and got I a know couple his attention to detail. Yeah, I like those little Easter egg pieces. So you don't see the skids often, but when the Gray. vehicle's uh, orange, yeah. like waving, waving thing. hello or goodbye, yeah. uh, you get to see little flashes of color. His mountain bike is the same color, for God's yeah, sake. He color, knows what's up. Yeah. It's beautiful. Relatively well. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's not like an exact match. But <laughs> with like, the dust on it right I now, it's exactly the same. I didn't, yeah. get, I didn't get to paint it. <laughs> yet <laughs> you know it's interesting what we bring to kind of like this industry because you know you have your regular guys who have fixed up jeeps there's no livery or livery or nothing like it's just a really well-built jeep that looks amazing like alfie alfie's jeep your jeep well, well granted actually part of what screwed you up is you put some of my stickers on your jeep so 
No, you can't point to yourself. That's a horrible decision. <laughs> That's like pointing at himself. Like, my Jeep is no, no. You're starting to look fancy. He like bronzed his shit. Like he's color matched on some items now. It's a different style and. I think that's what happens naturally when the vehicle that's itself. That's Eric. That's what happened. When the vehicle itself becomes touches. an extension of you, because that's what it is. The vehicles are more and more becoming extensions of us. And the Jeep was a longer courtship. Our Subarus have become a fast one, but a lot of our well, our Subarus. A lot of have, the learnings from the Jeep project, like okay, I know I want bits of orange like spaced out, and I want them clustered together in one spot, and then not again until the rear of the vehicle, like at any angle, you should be able to see like little Easter eggs. Yeah, and of your pop color. So I doing like that one, one little nut in again. orange, and you got us the valve caps in orange, and there's just these little bits and pieces. And once the decals are all finished up, like it'll hopefully look like collected and well thought out, not just put together as a second. I didn't know thought. if you were going to go for the multicam, and I'm glad you did. I appreciate that. Multicam has been such a huge partner. I love me. driving behind oh, your vehicle. It oh, looks dude. great. And Yours Kate. is going to look even better. Kate I love well. the stripes on your vehicle. Like, so you haven't seen Eric's wrap. Or you saw it. I sent you pictures. But You sent me pictures, yeah. His, his, his vehicle is going to have a, a similar but different. So that was always the goal. We were very similar but very different. You even can tell that people, you guys were besties. Yeah, even as people were similar but were different. Eric has a host of skills, uh, knowledge. He goes into things in a depth of detail that I just don't have the patience for. As long as I have a working knowledge, I'm good. Eric needs to know. Like, when you hear Eric start getting into the fucking weeds, you should listen. You should take notes if you're interested in that topic because he's actually researched this shit in ways that a lot of people don't. And similar to Frank. Frank also does similar research when he's into something. Uh, but you guys are both into different things, which is really great having such a variety of people yeah. on the show the product developer in my brain comes out that's what you are and so i want to i want to compare products that i like uh, you guys want another one yeah please uh i'm not driving i can play products at a, at a level like of well, how is it made what are the salient differences yeah. like what You're are the technical. ways those differences Extremely play out like, even ashley says eric's so technical that's one of my favorite things though because I, yeah. I deal with mechanics and all that crap all the time at work but the way he breaks stuff down that I'm just too lazy to even research and yeah. get the knowledge from Eric. Cause but it's also, <laughs> it's like if, if you well, understand something, you should be able to explain it. You should be able to in teach a, it in a way that's understandable to others. Eric's a good teacher. He'll so it's teach like you about oh, stuff. I, I, I do try and understand things to like that level of being able to then explain it in a way that relates to, okay, how did this change the vehicle for X, Y, or Z, or why did you make that that update? Aren't you in charge of fabrics, Aprana? Yeah, yeah, I did product so, development for 15 years, and I just moved over to materials management. Okay. So it's kind of a step before product development when it comes to soft goods and clothing. Okay, hang on a second, hang on a second. So my point is, is from product developer 15 years of experience to now in charge of literally one of the biggest outdoor brands, Prana, like a very well-respected, highly like technical brand. like. The people that buy Prana are expecting that the fabrics that you guys produce, the clothing that you produce, are purpose-built for the things that they want to go do. Yeah, yeah. We're huge and right? authentic in the space of yoga and rock climbing. Yep. The brand is almost 30 years old and was 
like it's designed you don't build for, shit just for the sake of building shit. No, so it's high abrasion, high stretch and recovery, quick dry, moisture wicking, odor resistant, UV protected, kind of like it's it's that's meant right. to perform in the outdoors. And then also we have lifestyle stuff that's like day to day that's just made sustainably. And part of sustainability is durability. Right. Like how long is this product going to last? Uh, so the colors don't fade. And I, I, I got T-shirts and like the Zion pant from Prana that I've owned before I worked for them, which I've now been with the company for over nine years. And I've got pants that are probably 10 years old. I don't know how many hundreds of wash cycles they've been through, but they still look great. They still look great. They wear and they, great. They wear great. So, they still have stretch and recovery. It's, dude, my point is, is that a person who's in charge at such a high level of a company to really know how one thing affects another, he has, he keeps bringing us out fresh frosted glasses this guy. Jeff is awesome. Jeff's the man. Jeff's the man. Every time, fresh glasses. He doesn't have to, but he does it. We're going to pause here for a quick refreshment. Hey, Jeff, what's what's the uh, opening, grand opening? Not sure. Damn it. Every time we set one, we don't need it anyway. It's waiting on electricians, plumbers, guys doing tile. There's so many different things going on, so it's just... But I, all I can say is, from what I see here, like the outdoor looks like it's just dying for people. To oh, be. totally, totally. And we want to open it, but we're enjoying the time off. Yeah, too. you're, um, you're, you're making sure it's perfect before you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we, we need to. We, we don't want to open it and then go. Oh, we didn't think about this or this or that. So you know, we got to get some additional help and tweak our menu because we're adding a couple things. Right on. We, you know, we just, we just wanted to be perfect so we don't have to go shut down and reinvent ourselves again. Right. Dude, amazing job, though. From what I see with the rebuild and everything on the market, it's, like, insanely amazing. A lot of hard work and love. Eight years. Eight years we've been working on this. Unbelievable. This place is spot on, Finally, Finally came to fruition, though. After after we're done, nothing needs to be done. This is it. New roof, new AC, new floor, new wiring, new plumbing. Everything's done. Pitching. Hey, thank you so much for letting us come out here and do this. No worries. Glad to have you guys. Appreciate it. Right on, bro. Thanks, Jeff. Dude, so cool. And that goes back to, I mean, me and Eric were, were kind of talking about this a little bit. Um, but in general, like, it's the relationships that you make. Or me and, actually, it was me and Ben. Ben was asking me. Eric and I already know a lot of this stuff. Like, Eric has had his hand at building relationships with the Jeep world that he's carried over with them. I mean, Rhino Adventure Gear was a great relationship that you had with Yoast. Yeah, I've been down to Baja with Yoast, and I've been supporting his business. Um, They've grown by leaps and bounds from just being exclusive retailers for a couple of uh, brands or regional retailers. Uh, I think they do Camp King, James Baroud. They do... uh, front runner goose gear really like we said stuff. a lot of high-end stuff they the do re- i mean red arc yeah um yeah. they do i forget what the lithium-ion battery company is but they do the those full river no like no no, the, no oh, anti-gravity batteries i think it might be yeah anti-gravity. but the, the, i need one of those do you really so they, they, they've got the ability to fully wire <laughs> and and install like an overland Basically, setup on a vehicle they don't track. specialize in suspension but they can do it sure. and i think they're growing that direction well, we but got shock you, surplus, usually like they're that. doing like roof racks, rooftop tents, lighting, electrical 12 volt systems, yeah. storage solutions, overland solutions. All, all the other stuff. And then, like I said, like, I don't want to go out in a vehicle that doesn't have 
at least like medical fire suppression uh there's a few like basic items like vehicle recovery and personal like safety items that that any vehicle should have we sourced our max tracks our lifesaver water jug which uh, has like a filter in it so you filter river water water into this five gallon tank and as you pump it out they're dope it it gives you yeah it's it's, the same company that does the life straws right yeah isn't it yeah uh i believe so i think it is i think it is the same one yeah Yeah. it's it's just that water jug it's just a jerry can size five gallon i think it's a roto molded uh plastic uh so it's got that even thick consistency it's it's got I don't know, solidness to it, but... It's solidness. And there's the technical. There's the technical, there. yeah. The roto-formed well, plastic. The I mean, how many people will even, structure. like, talk like that? Well, the other ones that you get at REI and, like, the, the blue cube, like, those are going to be blown, like, moldings. And so they, they get weaker mm. at the spot where they turn the most, which on a cube is going to be the corners. That's the problem with fucking And that's packs? where they get... And that's where they get hit the most. I don't know. I don't have any. So the spot, the spot where they're the weakest are rotopacks or should be solid all the way around. They should be, but I keep having them kind of leak. Well, they leak. Where are they leaking? Like from the part of where the handle is, like where the lock is, like that it expands so much and that point stays so rigid. Yeah. That That they're breaking. That it breaks. Wow. And. It doesn't happen all the time, but I've had it one one on mine. I mean, you you live in an area where it gets over 100 Super degrees, yeah. and your tanks are exposed and to direct no sun. Vent. In California, there's, there's no venting. Yeah. So our caps are non-vent caps. Yeah. So all the pressure stays, and all the pressure... I think that's the problem. Expands and contracts within the space. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's the problem, is the no vent cap, because... Gas so expands are, a lot. when are we driving to Arizona to get vented caps? <laughs> Road trip we for vented do, caps. We can't we talk about illegally driving vented Matt, caps across the border. I would never, never, never suggest that. that Matt, ever. this don't, is not what don't. we do. We are not suggesting that. God damn, we can't take you anywhere. You're welcome. That's why we're not <laughs> suggesting it. But if you're having that problem, it is a solution that we don't suggest. But right. it's a solution. Yeah, I mean, outside of California, it's your solution. <laughs> um, so, guys... Awesome time today. The Casey event was rad that I went to. A lot of amazing rigs. Casey, as usual, brings such a great community and crowd. Scout, come here. Scout, Scout, show your face. Scout's like, I don't know what to do. I'm supposed to bark at everything that's not supposed to be here. I think Scout's mad at us for still talking. Yeah. Hey guys, if you've uh, lasted this long, thank you. As usual, check us out on anywhere you stream podcasts. Leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. I'd love to hear it. Stay tuned for a new kind of show coming up soon, which is uh, our episodes on Spotify. It's called RFDFM. And by the time you hear this one, we should have our first one or two episodes done. What does that stand for? And what's that going to be like? uh, Federally uh, frequency modulated. Frequency modulated. Okay. That's so, FM. That's what FM oh, okay. stands so, for. RFDFM. Why are you putting me on the spot for? Well, I didn't know. You just want to make sure I know what FM I, stands for? It was for? just a long acronym, and I was wondering... Frequency modulated, Dad. Yeah. Uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what FM stood for. Rig for dirt. Yeah. Frequency modulated. Yeah. Wouldn't that be what RFD stands for, not FM? I don't know. <laughs> really? Is everyone lost now? <laughs> I don't know. But we're going to do a new show where <laughs> Frank's going to do his playlist. 
I've heard it. It's a lot of throwbacks to a lot of high school songs that you've probably heard on K-Rock. And my list, which is, I like to call it the, the long drive. So if, you're, if you've got an hour's worth of driving to do, or at least want to kill an hour, it's going to be a good little episode to tune into on Spotify. If you have a membership to Spotify uh, subscription, then you can hear full-length songs. If not, you'll hear 30-minute clips, and then go find it on Apple Music or whatever you guys... 30-minute uh, clips? Oh, 30 second clip, sorry. I was like, that's a great clip. That's a great song. Yeah. That's a I do not song. know any songs longer than 30 minutes. 30 minutes. I will. Yeah, my ADD doesn't allow for songs to go more 30, than 30, 30 minutes. 30 second clips. Um, yeah, and it's it's something that, you know, if it goes well, and I've got a few playlists that I've already been working on that I think uh, should help get some hours done and some miles behind you, or if you're on a. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry. If you're on a scenic, if you're on a scenic trail, uh, I've also got one that I'm going to do. It's called the Pretty Trail, which is just amplifying your enjoyment of the the landscape around you. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking about this stuff. Like Dude, I, I, like, I like I like how Taylor do doing As you're going down some beautiful trail. I like how Taylor do doing them. I, I want one bad. for like micro dosing mushrooms at camp. I got it, bro. Perfect. I got you. I yeah. got you. No, no, I want, it's I want gonna it. kick off a Pink Floyd. Dude, yeah. Go into a little like you know flaming lips. Yeah. Um, you know maybe like another one called staring at the MGMT. campfire. That's staring, yeah. staring at the campfire. Staring at the campfire. Just music for zoning out and staring at your nearest campfire. Every occasion. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. We'll do it. Kids are yelling at you. The I who, have to make dinner. The who comes out. It's going to be a lot of seventies <laughs> rock for the for the fireplace. Maybe some maybe some hip hop. You know, a little Kid Cudi in there. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, we'll I, I can't I can't wait to hear what you choose for me. <laughs> I'll make playlists for our next few trips. Yeah, and we're taking recommendations for very specific playlists. <laughs> very, sp- the more specific, the better. Send us a DM on Instagram if you have ideas about playlists that you want to hear. And Ali wants a thirty-second job, so he will be hand building playlists <laughs> for RFD FM. I feel like job and hand was too close together. These that's all I heard was that. I thought it was going somewhere else. Where are we going? Job hands. Job hands? Yeah. Thanks, guys, for uh, watching. Thanks for listening. And as usual, my friends, more to come. <laughs>